This is episode 26 of the Shauna Kay Show. Are you struggling with menopause? Good news. My guest today, Debbie Birdie, once suffered too and took it upon herself to find some great strategies to deal with the nasty symptoms of menopause. She was feeling fatigued, sluggish, clouded, and generally unwell. She would have to push herself to get through the day and get to get everything done around the house. She had some knowledge of nutrition as she actually worked as a nutrition consultant for four years, but her basic knowledge she, that she had just wasn't helping. Her journey to wellness started after she went through a very difficult period in her life And that led to months and months of researching, taking courses, reading anything she could get her hands on to find natural ways to rid herself of menopause symptoms, to heal her body and shed unwanted body fat. Today, at 58 years old, she's healthier than ever before and her body weight and energy levels resemble that of her youthful years. So I'm super excited to welcome Debbie onto the show today and I know you're going to get some great tips. Welcome to the Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. Debbie, I am so happy to have you on the Shauna K podcast. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, you know, I did a bit of an introduction, but I feel I never give anybody, like, do them justice in terms of, you know, who they are and how they became so passionate about women's health. So maybe could you just give us a little bit of backstory of, you know, how you ended up where you are today? Okay, sure. I'd love to. Um, Well, my, my, journey started about seven years ago, I was having health issues. And, you know, doctor after doctor would just tell me, you know, oh, it's just menopause, or it's just this, and it's just that. And I wasn't getting any better. And so I finally, and I'm a believer that you kind of have to take your health in your own hands. So I started doing tons of research, and taking courses and just finding out that, you know, there's there's core reasons. There's reasons why I was feeling like this. It, it, they were just giving me medication to mask the symptoms. So I just started, you know, working out and taking better care of myself, eating the foods that you know I was that were going to heal my body. And so I'm I'm really passionate about it now because you know so many women out there are suffering through menopause and and perimenopause, and they hear from their doctors, oh well, it's just menopause. It's just the fact that you know you're growing older and that's the way it is and they don't have to live like that and I just want to help educate women saying you don't have to suffer through right well you and I are beating on the same drum because it really bothers me that that women just accept it and they accept it you know that this is just menopause you have to suffer because their doctors tell them that and right I don't want to slight doctors but (laughs) there there's so many things that we can do to offset the symptoms it also really bothers me when that when people are looking for a cure for menopause 
Yes. Right. It's like looking for, I always say, it's like looking for a cure for puberty. Well, if we had teenagers, we would have liked (laughs) to have a cure at the time. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just, you know, let's, let's learn how to manage the symptoms with some, you know, I say with some lifestyle hacks. So, so let's talk about hormones and, you know, what's happening. Um, would you, would you like to touch on, you know, just the hormonal aspects of, of what's going on with menopause? Well, you know, menopause again is a time where your body of course changes and your hormones do go a little, you know, wonky and, you know, your ovaries are going to sleep. So, so things change, but it, it, causes such an imbalance in your body and um you know uh, i think the most common uh, issue with um menopause is women with their thyroid right i think that that is a huge one and i know i i suffered through that and you know you there's so many symptoms with the thyroid that um you know, there's with the stress and anxiety of life and women are, you know, with working outside the home and then the issues of home and shopping and ironing and they're just tired. And a lot of these things just mask the symptoms of thyroid. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you go to your doctor and they say, when, with me, oh, you're just stressed out. You know, let's give you some antidepressants or let's give you this or give you that. And that wasn't the issue. And I finally, I went to my doctor and he's like, well, your thyroid is, you know, 6.1, but it's within the range. Right. And, you know, I wasn't feeling well. I was losing hair. I was, had little energy. I was so cold all the time. My skin was dry. I had high cholesterol, which I couldn't understand because the way I eat, I couldn't understand. I was gaining weight. And then I finally found a doctor who's like, oh my goodness, you know, that's way too high. You should be 2.1 to 2.3. So she put me on Synthroid. And, you know, within a few months, I was feeling so much better. The weight had gone. And you know, so I really urge women, you know, they go to their doctor and they get tested and they're 5.2 or whatever. And if your doctor isn't willing to do anything about that, find one who is. Right. Because the thing with um, thyroid, from my understanding and reading, is that there is there is this wide range of quote unquote normal. But even though you fell within the range, it wasn't right for you. Exactly. So you have to be really in tune with your body as to what symptoms that you are having and what somebody may have a a range of 5.3 don't have any symptoms. But for me, somebody at 3.1 could be having all kinds of symptoms. So one size doesn't fit all with that. You know, my my sister-in-law, her range was 8.2. And the doctor wasn't willing to do anything. And she was like 285 pounds. She could not lose weight. And she had to wear hair pieces. Oh, man. Because she's losing so much hair and her doctor wouldn't do anything. And I'm like, find another Another doctor. doctor. Well, you know, my doctor, I'm like, you know what? Seriously, find another doctor. Just a second opinion. Yeah. And she finally did. And... The doctors, oh my goodness! So got her on, you know, medication, and it's it's down. Her weight's coming off. Nice. Hair, 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 hair's growing. 
you can't go by, you have to know what your body is actually feeling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and there are some things that you can do for like, um, for hypothyroidism, you know, that you can take into your own hands other than medication. Like sometimes, and I, I've actually been on, um, I'm on a very low dose of, of Synthroid as well. Mm-hmm. And I have been since, um, oh, maybe early 40s. And I talked mm-hmm. to my doctor about it and I said, you know, is there a time that I can get off this? And he said, well, absolutely. If you want to feel like death, it's just like, it's like if you're yeah. a diabetic you need, you know, um, insulin. Like it's, yeah. it, it's not a, it's not a fault. It's not anything wrong with you. So, so much as just your, your thyroid needs a little bit of help, but there are some things that you can do to also bolster your, you know, thyroid health. And I know you talk a lot about this on Instagram as well, right? Like some, yes. some healing foods. Do you want to talk about that yeah. a little bit? Sure. Um, the best foods for your thyroid are seaweed. Uh, that is great because of the iodine, um, cod. But again, to make sure when you're having these foods that they are organic or wild because of the pesticides and herbicides mm-hmm. um, and it just wreaks havoc again on your hormones. So you want to have everything that's raw, wild, or organic. So going back to that, almonds are great. Um, Dark leafy green vegetables, collards, Swiss chard, spinach, kale, um, beans. And again, your, I can never say this word, kerferfifis. Like your broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower. Yeah, I know it. C R U. That one. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, that one. Both of us. Oh, man. Those are great um, for health, but they can, you know, have an effect on your thyroid and um, the function of it, you know, inhibiting your body to uptake iodine because of the gyo trojans, if I'm saying yes. Yes. All these big yeah. words. Um, so steam those vegetables, but it's a yeah. good idea just to steam them two to five minutes. Good point. Yeah, yeah. you don't Not want to, to you don't want to kill them. Exactly. You just want to to break down those gyotrogens. Yeah. Yeah. And and simple things like BPEs, like don't don't heat rethink heat uh, in plastic containers. Try not to use plastic containers. Try not to use a plastic water bottle. Go buy yourself a glass or a stainless steel water bottle. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. You know, that's gonna make just a huge difference. Um, and I mean that's easy enough to do is just to get that, you know, I mean, we all need to drink more water anyway. One of my strategies for women to drink more water is to, you know, get a nice water bottle that you like to drink from. Absolutely. But yeah, I know plastic is brutal on the thyroid. And also what is, is toothpaste. If you have toothpaste with fluoride in it, fluoride's a killer. Interesting. On On the thyroid. So yeah. So just, again, watch what you're cooking in. You know, stainless steel and cast iron are probably best. You want to stay away from the nonstick. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so all these kind of small hacks, you know, it's, it's not like, okay, I'm switching from a Teflon pan to a stainless steel one that that's going to cure you of hypothyroidism. 
but but that little you know okay i'm going to do that i'm going to reduce the plastic i'm going to you know increase my you know leafy green vegetable intake and you know iodine intake and like all the things that like all those things are are like the baby steps that are going to make a difference to helping your thyroid a healthier thyroid Oh, not just your thyroid, but just overall Everything. general, absolutely general health. And you know, the stronger that you are and the healthier that you do eat, your body can heal itself. I, I agree. But I, this was the point that when I asked my doctor about, you know, like, I feel like I have a pretty healthy lifestyle because, you know, I, I want to live my brand. I don't want to be the bad dentist with, or the dentist with bad teeth that, you know, I have to be an example of health. Right. So that's why I asked him, like, is there any possibility of me reducing or getting off this, you know, this thyroid med? And he said, you're on such a low dose that it is just the little boost that you need. And you'd really notice a difference of, you know, it, so it's worth it to, to stay on. I'm like, okay, it's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Like I, um, my friend also has, has thyroid problems. And again, when she changed her lifestyle and started eating healthier, her doses were reduced. And right. that, that's happened to me as well. I was on a higher dose and my dose is being reduced. So I'm on a very low dose. It's basically what they, she calls just maintenance, just to yeah. tweak the thyroid just a little bit. But yeah. yes, the healthier that you eat... And yeah. the lower the doses that can happen. Right. And the healthier your lifestyle. Well, so, ab- absolutely. absolutely. So I, I think that's good news in that, you know, people, women that are, feel like they're suffering from menopause. Yes. You know, we, we can't really change the fluctuating hormones, but there are things that we can do, you know, to control and make for a healthier thyroid, which will greatly decrease symptoms. Of oh. of what they've, you know, what the doctor or somebody might just say, well, that's just menopause. You're going to gain weight. You're going to be tired. You're going to be grumpy. Well, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, um, the thyroid, again, too, it, people don't even realize, but it's, it's like the engine to your body. It's like the engine of a car. Right. It controls so very much. So it really does need to you know, be healthy, healthy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think that's a very good thing for um, women to consider and not use it as an excuse, but you know, if they're feeling not well, get the doctor to check that. And then if, if they're still not feeling uh, well and the doctor says it's normal, get a second opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, don't listen to the doctors saying, oh, well, it just could be stress and stuff. Uh, I would recommend women get their thyroid checked at least once a year. Once a year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, the most women, not most, many women will say, you know, I'm 40, I'm 50, I've gained weight. It's just not possible to lose weight at this age. What would you say? Oh, that's so not true. Yeah. <laughs> That is so, so, so not true. Yeah. Yeah. So would you agree that might be more challenging? What would you say and what would you give, you know, as maybe a best tip? Um, Well, I think the weight gain uh, can be the challenge, the, the most challenging part. And the tip is, again, being aware of 
your your blood and you know cortisol levels and and insulin and yeah. you have to be aware of what is happening in your body so i do encourage them to do blood tests because then you know what you're battling up against if you high, have high cortisol because that is a stress hormone and you have the weight around your stomach yeah and you have high cortisol levels, you kind of know why. So what yeah. do you need to do to reduce your cortisol? So again, too, is I think you need to take control of your own health. And, you know, you kind of need to tell the doctor what you want, what tests that you want, instead of just letting them dictate to you. Yeah. yeah. And know exactly what is going on in your body. Well, I mean, I think it it's... You, while I do agree that a blood test is, you know, always confirmation, but if you do a little bit of self-care and reflection and notice, oh my goodness, I'm burning the candle at both ends. I'm caring for my older kids. I'm caring for my parents. I'm working outside the home. I'm volunteering. I'm getting five hours of sleep a night. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at your lifestyle and say, you know, you're probably pretty stressed. But, you know, I, I, I don't know if a lot of people even stop to realize that because yeah. they're in that stress mode for so long. Yeah, that they just do it. becomes the norm. Yeah, it's true. And they don't know what it's like to be relaxed. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes just the outside eyes. I know my coaching clients, sometimes when I just point out, because you can't really see the entire picture when you're inside the frame. And I know that you're a coach as well, Deb, and I know you probably do this for your clients is just to, to be able to be a mirror and reflect, Hey, all the things that I just said, you know, this is maybe not normal. It's, it would be normal that you would be stressed under these conditions. So, so addressing some of those stress. So, you know, it's funny because sometimes the whole idea of nutrition is not, Yes, it's about food, but it's so much more because it's addressing those stressful situations and managing your lifestyle so that you can, you know, be less stressed. Because if you beat the stress, you lower cortisol. Yeah. Fat loss becomes so much easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that women, you mentioned cortisol and fat loss is so many women think, well, to lose weight, you know, I need to spend, you know, two hours in the gym and they do the exercise. And their cortisol levels go through the roof. Right. You know, they're, they're, they're between the opposite of what they really need to be doing. And especially women over 40, your workouts need to be short and intense. Yeah. And the best time to work out is in the morning. Yep. Yep. You know? Absolutely. 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes max. Max. Minutes, you know? Yeah. Make sure it's intense. The other thing that I've been noticing with my clients is that if I have a client that has through the roof stress, that even that 30, 20 to 30 minute high intensity workout, sometimes those should be replaced with some parasympathetic activities like meditation, yoga, watching in nature or walking in nature, like Mm -hmm. petting the dog, playing with grandkids or kids. Um, just neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis where it's just like low, you know, just movement because sometimes like even good stress, like, um, uh, sorry, I hope that my dog's barking. You can't hear. (laughs) Anyways, that's stressful for me. Um, In any case, 
the whole idea of, I know that there's some women that are just pushing, pushing while I have, they feel anxiety over getting this hardcore workout in. And they would probably do better to have that easier workout one or two times a week until the stress eases up. Well, I agree. I think women today are, are most of them burn the candle at both ends and they try to be everything to everyone and they get last on the totem pole. Whereas you're right, you need to take time out for yourself to de-stress, to just spend time with you. Yeah. And you know, that will help because to me, if you are not a hundred percent, then you're not giving your family a hundred percent. They need you at a hundred. And the only way you can do that is to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I always say, if you don't take care of yourself and treat yourself well, nobody else is going to. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole being on an airplane, put on your own oxygen mask first idea. You know what? Exactly. And they, and they don't do it. They, put themselves last and yeah everybody suffers then you know what everybody does and and you suffer the most yeah and honestly like I think we're both on the same page when I say that we're not you know we're not saying hey spend two hours on yourself every day 15 minutes like if you can carve out 15 minutes for journaling or meditation or a quick workout or some food prep or, you know, just prioritizing yourself for 15 to 20 minutes a day, over time, that will really push the needle. Absolutely. Get off your phone. Mm-hmm. Get off of social media for 15 minutes and take time out or get up 15 minutes earlier. Yeah. You know, yeah. just to have that time to just decompress and to, you know, clear your thoughts and set, you know, priorities for your day. It's so important. So if, if someone just has 15 minutes, what would you say in terms of exercise? What would be the best tip that you would provide? I would say, you know, just do some body weight exercises. You know, do some squats, do some push-ups, do some lunges, just get the blood going, get your muscles and yeah, because you can get a great workout in in 15 minutes. Yeah, with just body weight. I think with a lot just of body weight, yeah. I think a lot of people discount the whole idea of body weight thinking, well, there's nothing to that. But when I always I always put it this way that um, like retailers or marketers aren't going to be su- super thrilled with the idea of body weight because guess what? You can get up out of bed in your pajamas, get a workout done in you know with your body weight, and you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to go anywhere. It's done. There's it's no done. bells and whistles. It doesn't sound sexy, but you know anybody that just drops to the floor and tries to do ten push-ups will realize, hey, uh, this body weight thing. There's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try a one-arm push-up or try a pistol squat. You know, yeah. those yeah. are challenging for sure. Yeah, there's you know <laughs> you can you can modify it to someone that hasn't edu- um, exercised for years and years, and you can intensify it to the person that's like full-on athlete and body weight will get you every time. Absolutely. Oh, I agree. I I love body weight exercises. And you know, people say, well, I'm traveling. I can't. No, you know what? You've got a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. You You have the space of your bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, You're good to go. You are absolutely good to go. Yeah. Well, I think your message is one of hope, Debbie, because 
you know, you're saying that we can, we can, you know, totally take control of our weight, our health. We don't have to suffer. Oh, we, we don't. Trust me, I, I know I have lived through that, uh, not last year, but the year before, I went through a lot of health issues. Um, I had to tweak even my, my diet even more. Um, I'm 58. I can tell you, you, you can still get the body you want. You can feel great. You do not have to succumb to the symptoms of menopause. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a really, uh, really strong and powerful and hopeful message uh, I, I, the, I do have a caveat to that though, because I feel that, you know, it's difficult to do alone. It, it is. It so, is. So having someone in your corner, a little guidance, a little education, a little encouragement. I know that the women that I've worked with, whether it be in a group, in my fitness boot camp, one on one, I know that those are the people that get the the results and keep the results. You know, we're not talking fad diets. We're just talking like common sense, easy to apply lifestyle hacks that you know you apply today, and you you know it's not like the the uh, cayenne pepper maple syrup diet type thing. You know, these are things that right. we're telling you know suggesting for long term health that are sustainable. But there, there's no magic bullet. But no. all these little hacks are, are helpful. But, but I think women need a little bit of support and guidance. You know, they really do. And there's so much information out there on the internet that, you know, it, it can make your head spin and you yeah. don't know what's right, what's wrong. And it just gets so overwhelming. So when people get overwhelmed, what do they do? Nothing. Nothing. Um, So, yeah, when you have the guidance and support, especially if you're alone on that journey, then there's nobody really that you can talk to or bounce things off of, get direction. So, yeah, I think it's really important to have somebody in your corner. I mean, I know even as my, you know, my myself, I'm a health coach. I'm, you know, like this is this is my thing. But getting my own nutrition coach was really helpful for me because you don't see the entire picture when you're inside the frame. So I know that, you know, I know that you, that's part of your gig and I know people will want to reach out to you. And so where's the best place for people to find you, Debbie? I would say probably on Instagram, physique 40, um, spelled out F O R T Y would be the best place. Yeah. And I know that I, I love following you because you have recipes, you have great tips and then I'll also have your link in the show notes and anybody that just DMs you, I know you're all over them. You know, you're, you have such a heart for women that, that you're looking to, to help. And it's nice for women to know that, uh, you know, you've walked a mile in their shoes. So you're not some 20 something giving advice, nothing against the 20 year old. (laughs) No, no, but yeah, no. And same with you. I mean, we've lived through it. We, we, we understand, we can empathize, we relate. So it's much easier for us for sure. Yeah. So for listeners, my suggestion is to just find that person that you resonate with and let them be the filter for the information. Because like you said, Deb, that your head could spin, you know, should I do keto? Should I do, you know, should I run a marathon? Should I, you know, should I be having apple cider vinegar? What about like, it's just all these questions. And then you get analysis paralysis. You don't do anything, nothing changes. And you just further dig yourself in a hole. 
So finding that filter, that person you can ask questions to, that trusted professional um, is, I feel like is really important. So I really appreciate you taking time to share your experience and your expertise about the thyroid and about menopause and giving us your message of hope. It's just, I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Shauna. You bet. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna Kay Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.